Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. It's a new month, and that means it's time for a brand new theme. This month, we're celebrating Pride. We'll be highlighting amazing members of the LGBTQIA community. Today's Womanikin knew what it meant to straddle a border, culturally and literally. Much of her work centered around being in between, being from neither here nor there. For her, borderlands were not just physical. They were psychological, spiritual, and sexual. Please welcome the Chicana feminist and queer scholar, Gloria Anzaldúa. Gloria Evangelina Anzaldúa was born on September 26, 1942, in the Rio Grande Valley of South Texas. This region lies at the southern coastal tip of Texas and includes the northeastern part of the Mexican state of Tamaulipas. This land is a crossroads, a collision of worlds and people. Gloria's legacy began in this place of indigenous origin and Spanish and American conquest. Gloria was the daughter of a Spanish-American and a Native American and was the oldest of four children. She was born and raised on a ranch. Her family worked the land and she came to know the landscape intimately. When she was six years old, Gloria was diagnosed with a rare hormonal condition. It caused her to go through puberty much younger than other children, and then ended bone growth early. In her essay, La Prieta, she would later write, I saw myself reflected as strange, abnormal, queer. I saw no other reflection. Helpless to change that image, I retreated into books and solitude and kept away from others. The whole time growing up, I felt that I was not of this earth. When she was 11 years old, Gloria's father moved the family to Hargill, Texas, where the family worked the fields. At some point, they worked as migrant workers in Arkansas before returning to Hargill. These years formed part of the foundation for Gloria's ethos, her study of marginalization, and her work with migrant peoples. Gloria's father died when she was 14 years old. In the same essay I cited earlier, Gloria wrote, it irrevocably shattered the myth that there existed a male figure to look after me. How could my strong, good, beautiful, godlike father be killed? How stupid and careless of God. What if chance and circumstance and accident ruled? I lost my father, God, and my innocence all in one bloody blow. Gloria worked with migrant farm worker children in the 1960s, and then university students for much of the rest of her career. In 1969, Gloria received her bachelor's degree in English, art, and secondary education from Pan American University, now known as the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. She started a job as a preschool and special education teacher. She then earned a master's in English and education from the University of Texas in 1972. A few years later, Gloria taught a course at UT Austin called La Mujer Chicana, which she described as a turning point for her. She felt more connected to the queer community, writing, and feminism than she had before. In 1977, she moved to California to devote herself to writing. She also continued to take part in political activism, 
and looked to build and be part of a multicultural feminist movement. Gloria's disappointment in the lack of writing published by women of color could be seen as the fertile soil on which her work over the next decade would grow. Her two major works were released in the 1980s. The first, a groundbreaking anthology she co-edited titled, This Bridge Called My Back, Writings by Radical Women of Color. This anthology became hugely influential in academic circles, linking race, class, ethnicity, and sexuality in unprecedented ways. One of the contributors, Barbara Smith, later wrote that Black, Native American, Asian American, and Latina women were involved in autonomous organization at the same time that we were beginning to find each other. She called this bridge called my back, a document of and a catalyst for these coalitions. The book also brought a framework of race and ethnicity analysis to queer studies. In 1987, Gloria published the semi-autobiographical work titled Borderlands slash La Frontera, The New Mestiza. The hallmark of her work, prose interspersed with bold poetry, was on full display in this book. She wrote in a unique blend of English and several variations of Spanish, creating a kind of interstitial language that was daunting for a non-bilingual reader to untangle. That was exactly the point. In the highly acclaimed Borderlands, Gloria confronted her past growing up on the Mexico-Texas border. She highlighted the uncomfortable territory of fringes and contradictions. A major theme in this work is Nepantla, an Aztec word meaning in the middle. Gloria described herself as Nepantlera, as someone who moves between worlds and is unable to align with one group, one society, one language, or one belief system. In 1986, Gloria won the Before Columbus Foundation American Book Award for This Bridge Called My Back, writing by radical women of color. The following year, in 1987, Borderlands was named one of the 38 best books of 1987 by Library Journal and one of the 100 best books of the century by Hungry Mind Review, an Utna reader. Gloria also received a National Endowment of the Arts Fiction Award, the Lambda Lesbian Small Book Press Award, and a Sappho Award of Distinction. The National Women's Studies Association awards the Gloria E. Anzaldúa Book Prize annually. Gloria's body of work left an indelible mark at the crossroads of history, sexuality, and ethnicity, and transformed American and Chicano studies. Her writing continues to have a wide influence. It's not hard to imagine why. As another example, she wrote, I will no longer be made to feel ashamed of existing. I will have my voice. Indian, Spanish, white. I will have my serpent's tongue. My woman's voice, my sexual voice, my poet's voice. I will overcome the tradition of silence. Gloria died on May 15, 2004, from complications associated with diabetes. She was 61 years old. All month, we're celebrating Pride. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. 
Talk to you tomorrow. Hi, it's Jenny. I'm so excited to tell you about a new Wonder Media Network show called Gravity. It's been a year of unthinkable loss and hardship. In light of this comes Gravity, a show about what happens when we look at hardship differently. Host Lucy Kalanithi is a physician, widow, mother, an incredible interviewer who explores various life challenges with guests who faced issues head on. In conversation, they share the wisdom that helped them survive their hardest times. Gravity isn't a show about overcoming or triumph. It's not horribly depressing. It's a full-hearted and honest deep dive into everything that's hardship in all its messiness, resilience, and hope. Check it out. Subscribe and follow Gravity wherever you get your podcasts.